Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm Josh. I'm Jake. Should we join in or are you introducing us? I was I, I was, I was just gonna, I was just going to Josh. I was going to just think you guys were going to go around. And today joining <laughs> us on our special bonus episode are Shannon and Alan. Hey guys. Hi. Hi. So we today we are doing uh Pokemon theories and conspiracy theories and whatever. We did one of these the last time we finished a uh a, an an area, a region. Couldn't think of the word. Did we do it between Kanto and Sevi? No, because we already we took a lot of time off and we had the, the Sun and Moon diaries, so we we kind of right. skipped that. Here's the thing. I I listened to it today. I listened to the last one today. The date said January eighth, and I I was like, Oh, I guess that's our our like anniversary then because we say in the episode it's our anniversary i was like wait a minute at one point we definitely had to like fix everything so now everything before a certain point just says january 8th so i'm pretty sure it's still in <laughs> september and we definitely missed our anniversary this year oh, josh no. i'm so sorry happy anniversary us we uh, did it another we did it year. <laughs> another great year down <laughs> that was at least two years ago bt dubs so today we got four more different ones. The reason I listened to the episode again is so we didn't double up, because uh, that would be embarrassing, huh? <laughs> would have been on brand, I think. So he, he, that would have <laughs> been about it. right. Uh, look, we did Lapras twice and didn't even notice. So <laughs> that is because Lapras is the best boy or girl. They're the best. Lapras is all right. They're they're the best. It's all right. It'll do. Um, so the last time the order went. Alan, Shannon, Josh, me. So we're going to do that backwards this time because mine is nothing. Because I have, I looked for 45 <laughs> minutes and I found Bubkiss. So here's my theory. Everyone's heard the theory that, well, let me back up. Let me preface this. <laughs> I look, I cracked into a cold one. We're with, already off to a rousing start. <laughs> so you know how there's the burn tower and it got struck by lightning and it caught on fire and then the rain put it out. But when it did, then Suicune, Entei, and Raikou were there. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know how there's like a theory that like they were evolutions that became those Pokemon. Right. This is that theory. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, that's a good one. But like a little bit different. <laughs> I was about to say, I like that theory. I haven't heard that theory. Oh, okay, so the theory is that um, they were in the burn tower when it got struck by lightning and then Ho-Oh uh, changed them. So that they could, or it changed them it was, before. No, they died in the fire, and Ho resurrected them. Re- as oh, right, the legendary beasts. Uh, okay, so yeah, they died in the fire, resurrected as legendary beasts, and then like the lightning, the fire, and the rain are like representative of like the three of them and what they became. So this theory is a little bit different in that instead of them being the evolutions, they were just three regular Eevees. And so when all like the calamity happened, um, when Ho resurrected them, they have unstable genetics because that's how Eevees are. And so like instead of just becoming like I am a new powerful beast, they all like adapted and like shifted into the three types based on the lightning, the fire, and the rain. That's it. That's literally the whole theory. I like it. Good. It's no good. feedback. That's a good. Good. One. good. That's nice. Can I tell you? <laughs> Can I tell you a theory that I was going to do, but it was just too stupid? Yeah, I also want to talk about stupid ones, if anybody found them. <laughs> okay, so the, the first one I found that was really stupid was that um, Weezing... Well, actually, the first the first first one I found was that in prehistoric times, Ditto crashed from outer space. Mm. And every Pokemon uh, is from Ditto because it's adaptive. 
And every poke it started, I guess, boning down with trees and rocks and stuff, and that made all the Pokemon. That's dumb because there's like other there's like legendaries that are predated, like obviously. So yeah, mm-hmm. right. it's also like the rumor is or the theory is that it's based off of Mew. Yeah, which makes yeah. way more sense than like. It started, and then it humped a fox, and now we have Eevees. You're welcome. Or it just split itself in half and turned into two things. Yeah. Uh, so that was dumb. The second one was a Team Rocket made Weezings, <laughs> which is just like a, yeah, okay, whatever. Wait, just like Who- melting coughings together with a lighter? Yeah, just, <laughs> just like smashing them together and like spraying them with nuclear... Bondo or something. Awful. They're playing yeah. a stupid game where they're just like throwing them back to forth, back and forth, and they get stuck. And they're just like, "Oh no, it's a new Pokemon. We weren't oh, messing around." Oops, wheezing. Look how sad it is. This one's double sad and double powerful. <laughs> By that logic, I think they did the same thing with Voltorbs. Like they were just hanging out, and one someone tripped and flipped it over, and the boss came over, and they're just like, "Look, a whole new Pokemon." <laughs> Look what we did. Look. Are you proud? <laughs> they just draw a face on it. Mm-hmm. Aren't you proud? Yeah. <laughs> Electrode is just drawn on the back of a Voltorb. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final one that I, I got like about six minutes into a 14 minute long video, which is about as long as I'm willing to go, <laughs> was a anime theory that Ash isn't dead. Don't worry. When Ash gets struck by lightning, he doesn't die or he, he doesn't go into a coma. He dies and mm-hmm. they clone him. And that's why Ash is forever because he's just a bunch of clones that's why every year he comes back to pallet town so they can give him a new body because he's just a bunch of clones okay so the augment i've heard of that is that he is in fact dead but he's in heaven fulfilling his dream of being a pokemon trainer which is why he never ages that's maybe the best possible version of a terrible theory however he does lose at the league every time. Well, that's so why. How, what kind of heaven? Oh, then his journey never ends. Because his, his journey, journey never can't ends. End. And also, if it's if he is a clone, they're like they programmed him to to be very good, but not good enough to win the league, so they can't draw attention <laughs> to him. So there's no eyes and scrutiny over like, why is this kid always ten? He's been ten for about twenty years now. Weird. <laughs> it's a bad dumb theory. I'm sure there was more points to it, but I was like, done. Are the rockets in on it? Is that why they only ever send the same two people to deal with them? Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, the it's, the old, it's, it's a new version of the Mewtwo cloning technology. Yeah, that's the theory, is that because uh, <laughs> in the movie, like a scientist, one of the movies or in the anime, like one of the scientists clones his daughter, Amber. So then there's Mewtwo talk, like baby Mewtwo talks to Amber 2. And, like, <laughs> she remembers everything because she's a human so that you can put their brain back in her. And then, like, the theory was, like, Giovanni was Red's original dad and he died. And then he's like, I'm just going to give him something to do. I don't know. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, what's your theory? My theory has a little theory in it. It's like a babushka doll Ooh. Ooh. Of, <laughs> of theories. The first it's not necessarily a theory. It's just a, a. I think this is how Pokeballs work. Let me pull it up. Okay. So I can credit the person that came up with this. Uh, I probably should have written down the YouTube of the dude I listened to. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have too, but it was, it was only two sentences long. So uh, it's Oops. Reddit user Tideshifter. This is their theory, not mine. Okay. OT, do not steal. <laughs> Uh, so they said if the way a Pokeball works is that it converts a Pokemon into code and then stores it like a hard drive. Then all Digimon are corrupted Pokemon. 
then the way Porygon was created by scientists is that they tried to rewrite a new code and then out of a Pokeball, instead of whatever Pokemon they tried to write, Porygon came out. Okay. Huh. I like hmm. that. No, I, yeah, I like that. But then that, because all it ever says is like, this was, this one's man-made. And that's all the origin on Porygon <laughs> that we have. It's like the reverse Tron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that also makes sense Nor- on how it can like travel through <laughs> the internet if it can just turn itself into code because it is just code. Okay. And Porygon better have a safe search on, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. That's why it evolves eventually. Yeah. <laughs> that's it wiping its uh, browser history. It's got to grow up sometime. I'm Porygon Z. You can't look at what I was looking at. <laughs> I'm a new Pokemon. I don't know who Porygon is. I don't know her. I don't know what they were looking at on Google. and I know it's <laughs> weird. Don't worry about it. Look, you can't even Google Porygon with safe search off or else you're going to get some nasty stuff. <laughs> Just don't use Google Images anymore for anything. Was it- use Google Images all the time. <laughs> Was it a little weird to anybody else playing Let's Go and having Porygon out in the wild? It just popped up in the grass like it lives there. Yeah, Is it in I the like, wild? I never got that from, far. Yeah. Dude, or like right outside of Celadon City. It was real weird. Someone just like yeah. dropped a flash drive and it's like, I'm free. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, I should name it Lucy. Oh, I love Lucy the movie. <laughs> yeah. Did you know the end of Lucy the movie, she turns into a chair that's a flash drive? <laughs> the ultimate stage of human evolution is a chair that's a flash drive. Uh, I would have totally different. I heard I love Lucy the movie. So I was like, oh, yeah, I oh, have yeah, Lucy Ball. Yeah, you know, when Lucy turned into... <laughs> A flash drive, but also that is Lucy. A <laughs> you got some you got some explaining to do for sure. Just plug her in, and she'll explain everything you need. <laughs> so, is that is that your theory? Is that all of it? That was it. Yeah. All right, uh, Shannon. All right, mine might be a tiny bit longer, but we'll that's see. okay. Mine was nothing. So, <laughs> all right, my theory is that Arceus use unknowns to create the universe. Okay. Ooh, okay. All right, so first things first, Arceus's Pokedex entry was, according to the legends, it uh, emerged from an egg and shaped the world, and it used its thousand arms to shape the universe. Okay. And it's one of those, you know, you look at Arceus and it's yeah. a horse. It does right. not have a thousand arms. <laughs> it has so, a couple more than normal, right? It's got it's, like six. It's, really it's just weird. got four. That just the, got four? That the Pokedex has a picture of Arceus right here, <laughs> and then right next to it says, it has a thousand arms. <laughs> and that's where people think that the the thousand arms isn't like a technical arm, but more like an arm, like, someone used a fancy word that I already forgot, but like another <laughs> definition of arms that's just like, your military mostly, so that kind okay. of arms. Right, gotcha, yeah. So like... Arceus created the universe, and then it created uh, Dalgia and Palkia to create space and time, and then it used a thousand unknowns to create reality, because it also says that when unknowns, like, get more than two together, they get, like, weird things happen, and they can kind of, like, alter reality, and they also live in another dimension. They don't normally live in the Pokemon world. Is that real? Is that true? I wish that kind of stuff would happen instead of just being able to spell out farts in my team. (laughs) (laughs) My team preview. I wish when you had a bunch of unknowns, you could do like cool stuff like that. Nope, just farts. (laughs) You can go all the way up to farts. (laughs) Yeah, actually, like when they're in their like, I think it's in the Pokemon, the third Pokemon movie. You see them in their own dimension. They're flying around freely, like in formation and just like 
being really cool and organized, but then in the Pokemon world, they're only stuck to the wall because they can't go anywhere else. Right. So everyone's just like, oh, they're just hieroglyphs, obviously, because they can't go anywhere else, the idiots. This is some planetary stuff that I'm very into. If we can (laughs) go back to our our Q&A episode, someone asked us, what do we want out of Let's Go Johto? Uh, it's that. That's what I want. <laughs> I want magic unknowns writing the reality of the world. <laughs> I want to be able to code with unknowns. And there's like a few other things that kind of point to this. Like whenever uh, I think it's in Rise of Darkai, the movie, there's uh, one of the movies starts with Dialga and Palkia fighting. And every time like their weapons hit and kind of mess with reality because it's space and time fighting that kind of messes things up sure they should really get along i think i hope they really or should just like stay away from each other yeah <laughs> but every time they would attack you'd see like a burst of unknowns going everywhere or um, really there's a flute that's supposed to be used to summon rcs called the azure flute and the sound it makes is the exact same sound that unknowns make when they're communicating through your poke gear that's dope oh that man. is really cool there's actually a bunch of cool stuff about the Azure Flute because it was supposed to be distributed to summon Arceus, but it never was. But you can still get it and use it in the games. You just can't do it, like, technically. Yeah, okay. you have to hack you have it to in. Game Shark. <laughs> Action replay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and there's this whole weird event where you get, like, an egg that has... Dialga or Palkia in it. It has either Dialga or Palkia in it. Or but, Giratina. Like, when when Arceus is birthing this egg, it's a bunch of like real world photographs flashing in the background. There's also a flash of a bunch of like a bunch of unknowns show up to help make that egg. Yeah, this is banana. This is real. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those yeah. like basically to get to the Shinjo ruins where this happens, you go to the ruins of Alf, which is where they have all the stuff with unknown, and you have to equip Arceus as your ri- your walk-along Pokemon to go to the Shinjo ruins. What? Yep. So, this is bonkers. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is just legit. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's it. It's too bad unknown sucks. <laughs> Well, yeah, in this in this reality, I know, but they dip behind the scenes and then they can code entire things into reality. <laughs> yeah, I kind of liked it because unknowns are so useless, but they're kind of cool and fun. And I like when like weird Pokemon that kind of don't matter suddenly like get a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, agree. Pokemon game that's not about Pokemon battles; it's just about Pokemon. <laughs> I want that game. Isn't that mm-hmm. Mystery Dungeon? <laughs> no, that's just like. Exp- Explorer teams going into the jungle and finding loot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, so you want to be like a Pokemon researcher to be the person that'd be like, hey, these unknowns are weird and I think they created the universe. <laughs> yeah. With your Pepe Salvo are... board, but like, no, seriously, the flute? <laughs> Did no one else get the flute? Let me tell you, can I tell you about the flute? <laughs> listen, listen to it. <laughs> if you go to this cave, it makes a Palkia. You shouldn't be able to make another legendary Pokemon. <laughs> that is extremely troubling just following other scientists around tooting the flute at them (laughs) (laughs) do do you get it do you get it yet that's awesome i like that i like that theory a lot yeah good job uh whoever did that yeah i forgot the name of the person whose like youtube channel that was so when this episode goes up i'll properly credit them nice uh all right alan bring us home mine is nowhere near as cool um but well i think it's still neat um this is from user mark demo um on reddit uh 
And it's the idea of where did Claydol come from? Because Claydol is a Generation 3 Pokemon, and it premiered in Hoenn. Um, but That is Generation 3. Everything tracks so far. In its Pokedex entry, it mentions how it's been around for 20,000 years. It is one of the oldest known Pokemon that is like officially mentioned within a Pokedex entry. It's one of the right. few that goes way 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 far back that's not like a legendary pokemon okay so this theory dives into the origins of claydol and in order to get there you actually have to go to alola so bear with me ancient culture in alola sees an ultra beast called celestila which I'm not sure if you're familiar with. Um, I actually had to look up Celestila, but it's essentially like this. It, it's got a central body that comes to a point and then two floaty arms. It's kind of like bell-shaped, right? Yeah, it's kind of bell-shaped. It looks like it's got a little skirt. But anyways, so the theory goes that 20,000 or so years ago, or even further back than that, Celestila appeared before some people in Alola, and they created clay dolls to bear the resemblance of Celestila. I'm looking at a picture of it now. Ultra Beasts freak me out. <laughs> I love them. I, I like exactly one. <laughs> I also love Claydol, so I think I just like weird-looking pokes. <laughs> they saw this Pokemon, and they were like, oh, that's so cool. Let's make, like, dolls of it. Let's make, you know, little clay figures. Then, when Necrozma visited... The light of um, Necrozma has the ability to, like, bring things to life. And so the idea is that the light of Necrozma hit these clay dolls and turned them into Pokemon. The Alolan people are a seafaring people. They traveled to Hoenn, took clay doll with them, and people in Hoenn fell in love with the Pokemon, so it moved there. Okay. Cool. Can I so, poke like a that. hole in it? Please. <laughs> you, that's literally the first thing you said to Alan in the last episode. Uh -huh. In the last time we did this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Claydol's an evolved Pokemon. Mm, I thought Baltoy was the... No, Baltoy's, no, Baltoy's the, the first one. The first one. That's what I mean. It, it, it's Baltoy. Oh, okay. Whichever the first one is, I'm very bad at this. Um, plus, everything I'm reading says Claydol. Maybe it means clay doll, but like, I mean, you could. You I guess could if get you them. if you bring the clay dolls with you and just leave them alone with some dittos long enough. Look, ball toy and clay doll are definitely cursed dolls, so I'm pretty sure they could just do whatever they want. Let me yeah. let me unpoke this hole. Clay doll is an evolved Pokemon, but maybe it's like a. It's it's a like chancy and happening situation oh, that, yeah. that we just didn't see. Like it just came that way. Right. Like Baltoy's just the baby, but like we didn't show up until after everyone found it out. Or the original batch of clay dolls made ball toys. <laughs> yeah, we just had a ton of clay dolls and suddenly one of them just like popped out a ball toy. We're like, oh, sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> the the idea kind of keeps going and says that this is the same culture that created Golet and Golurk. Oh, cool. Okay. That this ancient Alolan culture made all of these Pokemon, and then since they're seafarers, they travel a lot of places, they were encountered elsewhere simply because the Alolans brought them places. 
So this means that 20,000 years ago, Celesteela, like, Ultra Beasts showed up. Mm-hmm. So then they just took 20,000 years off, came back for just for the events of Sun and Moon. Also, I will say another little hole in it. It was, isn't a, one of Alola's thing is that they were pretty isolated until Kanto showed up to them, and that's why there's Kanto types in Alola, True. but not other types from other regions. So I feel like if they had a good relate, or unless they were just assholes, they're like, here's an invasive species, we're gonna get on the boat before you can give us any. We gotta yours. go. <laughs> that's, that's why they were so isolated because they yeah. just they yeah, just like travel just places and do like everybody else over. Yeah, just do like little little. <laughs> moves and then like run back and be like you can't find us they're just like these came alive you have them <laughs> just show up on someone's shores like who wants a haunted doll <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even stop the boat they're just throwing them on the beach they brought a whole separate boat full of them just crashed it right into the just beached it and like dipped have fun we made a creepy doll that its eyes turned on so it's yours now <laughs> Boy. and then Hoenn's like we already got creepy dolls <laughs> Damn it, we're the creepy doll nah, region. Now we're the creepy doll region. <laughs> ah, beans. Also, to add to mine, the person that I listened to on YouTube, they were Loxton and Noggin, which is a def- that's a name. Oh, um, I have seen some Zelda theories from them. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, there's Zelda theory. No, have I seen? I feel like I have. I've, I've watched a lot of bad Zelda theories. There's might have been some of the better ones. Some of the better bad ones. The better bad ones. I oh, I exclusively watch bad Zelda series. So, <laughs> well, their Pokemon video was very interesting. I'll to, I'll to, I'll to dive deeper like, into that. I, like I read it in text. I'm like, that's cool. Then I watched their video. I'm like, oh, this is cooler. You guys did more <laughs> than that article did. Nice. Anything else for yours, Alan? Nope, that's it. All right. The Crosma bringing things to life. Anybody have any uh, throwaway theories that they saw while researching? Uh, I saw a stupid one with Mew that involved math, and it made me mad. Mew hates math everyone knows that how about how about this one there's legendary pokemon and arceus is one (laughs) there is also the perennial um mr mime is with ash's mom in the anime (laughs) i've seen one that took that all the way to mr mime is ash's dad yeah especially because of the new sun and moon anime People should let Ash's mom just live. She's doing just live her life. <laughs> Except actually, no. I feel like that still should be illegal. It's a Pokemon. It can only say one word. Also, yes. Two. Mr. Mm. and Mime. That's one word. That's It only says it together. Also, I saw one that said Mr. Mime was a human that was imitating a mime and then yeah, turned into that. a Pokemon. Which is dumb. Oh, I was just going to reiterate, the Mu one was actually that, like, there's some Greek letter that's M-U, that's pronounced Mu, that stands for, like, a collection of everything. It's like, oh, it's a like math- the average? Yeah, it's like a mathematical yeah. term about, like, the average of everything, and that's what they're like. And then Mu is where all Pokemon da- DNA came from, so Mu is, like, the average of everyone. It's also just the sound a cat makes. Yeah, also that. <laughs> Sometimes uh, I think people look a little too deep. Yeah, so that's I, mean, I was like, that, that's cool, but then it's like, it's from a math equation. I'm like, oh, I'm bored already. <laughs> uh, my favorite one uh, that I saw was that the daycare people do know where that egg came from, but you're 10, <laughs> and they're not going to have that. They're not your mom. They're not going to have that talk with you. 
Get out of here, kid. No one knows where this came from. Ask your dad. <laughs> Go ask your dad about the Pidgeotos and the Beedrills. <laughs> Sometimes when a Whalermer, or a Whalelord, and a Skitty love each other very much, very much. <laughs> they're within the same egg group for some reason. <laughs> Pokemon math, man. Well, that's it. Uh, last time we did a whole theory about the Great War. We don't have like a big cool thing to like workshop this time. Um, also, we got to go record another podcast right now. So uh, thank you both for coming on. Thank you for thank having you. us. Uh, Alan, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at Alan underscore cells on Twitter. And that is where I am more and more infrequently. Not a terrible call. <laughs> I know the feeling. Solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. I don't know. I got it bad. Shannon, where can people find you online? Uh, I'm about. I feel like I'm about to sneeze, so I'm gonna power through this. Okay. I'm on Twitter at Shannon Maynard, where I'm usually there a lot, but I'm not a lot lately because Kingdom Hearts Three is out, and none of you can chill for two seconds. <laughs> and that's it. Dope. I didn't sneeze. No sneeze. Okay. Uh, we are on Twitter at PWT Podcast. You can email us PWT Podcast at gmail dot com. All that normal stuff. Tell us your theories. Yeah, what are your favorite theories? You can't use any of the ones that we said, even if even the ones we jokingly dunked on. Yeah. Gotta be we... brand new, bespoke <laughs> theories. And if we get enough, hey, thanks for the next hiatus yeah. episode. <laughs> I'm not gonna know how to find them. Hashtag PWT Theory. PW Theory. I like it. <laughs> also, iTunes, blah, blah, blah. Patreon. Dot com slash Jake and Josh. All the other stuff. That's it. You guys know by now. This is our last latest episode. Next time you hear from us, we're going to be in Hoenn. Oof, woof. Yep. I hope it like. I generally hope it like changes your guys' like opinion of it. I feel like that would be fun. It's not my least favorite one, and there there's a lot of parts of Hoenn that I do like. Four Tree City is one of my favorites, just because they're like these trees were here. We just built houses in them instead of tearing them down. I'm gonna play through it with a mudkip, and hopefully that does the trick. Oh, mudkip's so good. Yeah, I do love me a mudkip. But right now, Hoenn huffs butts. Also, so. Professor Birch is really cute. He's my favorite professor. Well. Because he gets chased by a dog and he's really scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll see starting in two weeks. Boy. Oh, boy. I didn't. It happened so quickly. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening. Until next time. Smell, smell you later. later. Uh, I started the last one, so you start this one. All right. Even though it's a goobo? Yeah. Cool. Oh, what? A goobo? A goobo. It's like a a goobo. You know. It's a goobo. I meant to say goofer, but goobo came out. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Cool Kids Table. No, no, we're doing Pokemon World Tour, my man. How do we do this? Just... (laughs) Just say, hey, I'm Josh. This is Pokemon Hey, I'm Josh. I remember, it's like oh, uh, your guy. I'm sorry. It's because I was asking questions about D&D. Yeah, because you got all distracted. <laughs> Pull it together, This Nichols. is just Coke. Regular. Regular McDonald's-ass Coke. It's not even the good stuff. <laughs>